Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to fly. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to fly. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to fly. The hawk will never die. Welcome back. We are back for season two of Hawk Hill Focus. It is your commissioner, Kyle Brandis here. Joined, as always, by my lovely two co-hosts. For introducing first, he is your deputy commissioner. He is your reigning league runner-up, two-time league reigning runner-up, deputy okay. commissioner Sam Robinson. Sam, how how's the all season been? It's been good. You know, it's been uh, solid. I'm feeling good heading into the year. We had a good draft the other week. I appreciate everybody uh, joining that. And for the recent buzz with the league Discord, I'm just going to shamelessly keep plugging that until all 12 league members join. So I thank you all, and I also encourage you, we do have the Hawk Hill Focus section in the Discord, so if you have any comments, if you want to say F you to any of us, or talk about something that we discussed on the show, please use that server. Looking very much forward to everyone uh, in the league being on that server. Also joining us he, this offseason, he was named our Hawk Hill Focus showrunner. He's going to keep us on track and make sure that we don't go off rants and have, you know, hour and a half long episodes uh, Mr. David Powis. David, how was your offseason? My offseason was wonderful, Kyle. Thank you for asking. Um, I'm super excited to be back behind the mic with you guys. Um, I, I don't think I, I wasn't on any of the Hall of Fame episodes. So this is my first time back, I think, since our championship or whatever our last episode was. Um, I think. Um, yeah, I'm really excited, really excited to be here. I will just say, just for all the listeners, um, Sam has been granted one two-minute rant in addition to his normal allotted time. So he will ask for that time when he feels it's when he feels a rant coming on, he is allowed to ask for two additional minutes from the floor, and it will most likely be granted. But I do have the right to shut him down. Yes, basically, as Hulk Hill showrunner, David is just, you know, Sam's babysitter. <laughs> Did our viewers have that many issues with my rants that we had to hire someone? <laughs> You know, at some points, we just know how impassioned you get. It was an in-house promotion. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, no. Lovely. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Sam, as you said, you know, we had our draft a couple weeks ago. And first of all, thank you, David. David put on a lovely draft party for us. Was um, it was a couple, pleasure. A couple hiccups at the last minute, but, you know, that's not, that that's Mother Nature's problem. Um, still, had a, still had a good time. Still got our teams together. Uh, I very much enjoyed the night. But, uh, Snickerdoodles were fantastic. They were delicious. My 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 father's been eating them nonstop. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm glad they're I'm glad they're still being consumed. Yes, and 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 the meat that David made was also delicious, cooked yes, to yeah. perfection. Thank you, thank you. Um, so yeah, so we thought that in today's episode we'll just go through some draft power rankings, um, see how teams' rosters are heading into Week One, and then we'll do a preview of our Week One matchups. Let's so, do it. I, I can go for I'll give my power rankings first. We're going to try and be as brief and concise with these as we are. Um, I'm going to go from 12. 12 to 1 or 1 to 2? I just got to, to say, I'm going to go 12 to 1. Uh, All right. Get those bad teams out of there. So in 12, I have Jim um, solely just because I don't think teams should have three tight ends on their roster. I just don't think that's a, a formula for success. Um, number 11, I have Gil. For the very same reason he has three tight ends, um, but he just has a little bit better supporting players in the wide receiver uh, quarterback role. So within there, 
Number 10, this might cause some controversy. Um, our reigning champion, Larry. If you look, actually look at his team, it is not, not built for success in a season. Um, you just edit that out. Uh, he has Brandon Ayuk as his number two wide receiver right now, which isn't that good in my opinion. He does have some strong candidates on the bench, though. Brees Hall and Allen Robinson, uh, who I'll get into Allen Robinson maybe a little later in the season. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins when he comes back from suspension. But um, number nine, I have Nick's team. Uh, mainly just because I don't love his wide receivers of DK Metcalf and Devontae Smith. I don't think DK is going to be very good this year because uh, he doesn't have a quarterback at all. Uh, and Devontae Smith, I think, is going to take a back seat to A.J. Brown and even Dallas Goddard in the passing offense. Number eight, I have John Luca, and still named Kyle as daddy, which I love. I hope he keeps that name for the season. Um, <laughs> this one, he just has... You know, a few rookies on his bench, rookie wide receivers and Dotson and Skymore uh, and Tyler Alger here as the running back. Um, you know, so that's just a lot of unknowns for me. He also has Miles Sanders currently slated as his running back too. Not someone I would love as a running back too. Uh, there are just a lot of people in that running back room in Philly. Uh, Miles Sanders has been pretty inconsistent in the past. Um, so not a love for me there. At number seven, uh, I have... Uh, Gotham Rogues, Sean Malega. He was our first overall pick and has Jonathan Taylor on his roster. And I know for a fact that his draft plan fell apart after that first overall pick. Um, he was able to get Kyler Murray, so that's a decent quarterback. But CEH as his second running back, don't love it. And then, you know, his tight end is Cole Komet, who I think can have a breakout year. He's basically the number two option in Chicago this year but still not good compared to everyone else. Um, his wide receivers right now are A.J. Brown and Gabe Davis. You know, both should be in fairly decent throwing offenses. A.J. Brown's the number one option. Gabe Davis is the two. Um, but just not a lot of confidence for me uh, heading into week one. Number six is David Pallas and the good ankles. Um, it's, it, it's his running backs there. You know, Rashad Penny and Dave Montgomery, I think they're both capable of having breakout years this year. It's just, you know, especially in Penny's case, the injury there, um, the injury history, and then David Montgomery, you know, he's just all the way up and down. Uh, number five is our deputy commissioner, Sam Robinson. Um, you know, I, I just don't like his wide receivers. I think Mike Williams won't be able to support the season that he had um last year and cd lamb you know who just knows that dallas offense i don't think they're going to be as good as people expect this year number four i have nerd squad and matt cress with uh his wide receivers jalen waddle and t higgins they're both the number two options on their own team so we'll see how that is but he does have good running backs in aaron jones joe mixon and cam Akers. so you know that could be um, a team to be reckoned with if those wide receivers actually turn out. Number three is Rob, who I think had some of the best keepers heading into the season. He had two first, two round one keepers in Christian McCaffrey and Cooper Cup this year. Um, and, you know, to that, he added Kyle Pitts at tight end. Uh, Damian Harris, who should see, you know, about probably about a 55% workload with the Patriots. 
Um, his bench also isn't awful. I love Kadarius Tony on the bench. I think he's going to break out for the Giants yeah, this year. Do. Yeah, I do. Uh, and number two, I have Julie. I think she, if Rob didn't have the best keeper, she definitely had the second best. She had Austin Eckler in the second round. He's the first round back. Then Mike being able to keep Michael Pittman in the 15th when he's normally going in the third or fourth, that's a steal. Um, add to that some Stefan Diggs and even DJ Moore in her flex. I think she drafted very well, especially in wide receivers. And at number one, I'm going to put myself um, just because I had three of the top running backs taken, in my opinion, uh, Dalvin, Javante Williams, Saquon, also Mike Evans for like the thousandth straight year. I feel like in this league, I've had him. And the top quarterback, Josh Allen, is one of my keepers. I also think I have a pretty decent bench of wide receivers and young running back mix. So um, that was quick. Uh, that was a lot of information, but those are my power rankings this year. Yeah. And Sam, if you don't mind, I'm going to jump in here. Um, so I'm just going to make it easy on myself. 11 and 12, I have the exact same as you, Kyle. I have Gil 11, Jim 12. Um, for really the same reasons that you said, though, I do think Gil's team is actually considerably better than Jim's. Um, sorry, Jim. Uh, Kenny Galladay being your wide receiver too is just problematic for me. Um, number 10, I have, I have what I think would probably be a considered a surprise. And he's probably going to text me as soon as he listens to this. I have Sean Maliga of the Gotham Rogues. Wow. Um, I just feel like outside of Jonathan Taylor, which is, you know, obviously is your most likely RB one. Um, you know, Gabe Davis, that's a stacked offense. There's a lot, there, there's going to be mouths to feed, um, but I do think he'll be okay. I'm just not comfortable with him as your wide receiver, you know, fringe wide receiver one, wide receiver two. AJ Brown, I just traded to him. Um, I do think he's going to have a decent year, but again, the, the Eagles offense is just, I think, kind of confusing to project. Um, Kyler Murray, I honestly think his stock is probably trending down. He didn't play very well towards the end of last season. I'm worried about him this year because I don't think they're going to be as good as they were last year. Um, you have guys got Alan Lazari, Cole Komet, you know, like the, no, nobody on the bench really instills a ton of confidence in me. And I know he's not thrilled with this roster either. So I'm going to go with Sean. Um, number nine, I have Larry uh, for a lot of the same reasons that uh, you said, Kyle. Um, I just don't think his roster is super deep. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins coming back could help him. Um, number eight, I have, uh, I have Matt Cress. Um I have his, I have him a bit lower, I think, than probably either of you will. Um, I like his receivers, but again, neither of them are, like you said, Kyle, neither of them are number one options. So that kind of concerns me. Um, Cam Akers is definitely going to have Daryl Henderson poach touches for sure. Um, I hate Tua. I think he's a complete trash can. Um, and it's coming from a guy who, you know, obviously started Daniel Jones one week last year. Um Running backs are fine, Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, but I just don't think in a non-PPR league, in the standard league, Aaron Jones, I'm, I'm concerned about. Um, I, You know, Juju could help him, but I, I'm, I'm concerned about Kress, but he always figures it out. Uh, number seven, I have myself. Um, we've been over it. If not for my running backs being a problem, I think I'd be a lot higher. Uh, number six, I have Nick, because I think um, I think Joe Burrow, Derek Henry, James Conner, like right there, that's a great quarterback. And then... RB1, RB2. Um, I agree with you, Kyle. I, I'm worried about Devonta Smith just because there is, like I said with A.J. Brown, there's competition for, for touches there. 
Um, DK Metcalf, I have no idea what to make of the, of the Seahawks offense this year. Um, but I do think overall, he's got like Chris Olave on the bench. If, if he turns out to be a stud in New Orleans, and I think New Orleans is going to be pretty good this year. He could really, really help him. He could easily slide into the flex spot over Eli Mitchell or take over, you know, wide receiver one or two from DK Metcalf, probably. Uh, five, I have my co-host, Sam Robinson. Um, yet again, Sam, Sam, well done on your draft, Sam. Um, Fifth, apparently. I think, well, it, that's not bad. <laughs> your top half. Um, Alvin well, Kamara and Najee Harris, like, that's good. Your wide receivers worry me. I'm not, I'm not sold on Mike Williams, much like Kyle. Um, we know you are, and I'm happy for you about that. Um, CD Lamb is going to be the main guy, you know, main target getter for the first couple of weeks. But once Michael Gallup comes back, I don't know what happens to his value. Um, Darren Waller, I had him last year. He was a pain in the ass. Um, did I have him last year? I think I did. Um, Hollywood, I don't know what to make of, honestly, in Arizona. Cause again, I don't trust Kyler. Um, four, I have John Luca. Um, I think his wide receivers are nasty. Um, and I actually really like the Andre Swift this year. I don't love Miles Sanders, but I think he'll, he's a fine RB two. but Keenan Allen in his flex is really, really nice. And I think he's got some good young guys, like you said, Kyle on his bench. Uh, number three, I'm going to go Julie. Like you said, Kyle, um, probably in my opinion, the best keepers this, this year, because you know what you're getting from Austin Eckler. You know what you're getting from Michael Pittman. Oh, my, my timer just went off. Um, you know what you're getting from those guys. Um, and additionally, I think Jalen Hurst is going to have a really good year. Um, Antonio Gibson is benefiting greatly from Brian Robinson getting shot. You know, oh my Jesus Christ. I, that's just the truth. He, he's not dead. He's fine. But oh. it's very good for Antonio Gibson's value. Wow. Um, Dalton Schultz, I think, is having a good year. I like I like Julie's team a lot. Um, number two, I have Rob. Uh, Rob, God damn it, you have a good team. Just be better this year. Okay. You, you have a good roster. Just just be better this year. Um, stay healthy, CMC. And then, Kyle, you have the best team. It's I don't think it's particularly close. Um, and it's all because of your running backs. I don't love Mike Evans, Pat Fryer moves. Like, I don't love that, but your running backs are going to carry and Josh Allen's going to carry. Thank you. Thank you. That was the goal. Yeah, you're welcome. That was the goal. All right. I guess that leaves it to me. So, all this I, I was going to say, I took a look at, I have, I don't know if you guys have been listing as well. I've been look, looking at, I listed your guys' rankings next to mine, and we are pretty different on a couple of things. Um, I'm just going to start, you know, rip the Band-Aid off here. I have Nick rated the worst team in our league. Wow. wow. I, let me pull up his roster here. That's Joe so Burrow is a great football player. I don't see him as a great fantasy value. I think he's just a middle-tier starting quarterback. Derrick Henry, we're hoping, can continue to be Derrick Henry. Year after year, you know, we kind of get on that conversation of when is the end of, like, Mr. Let me take the ball a thousand times. They're going to be Derrick Henry games. I don't know if they're going to be every time this year. I, I don't know. That's the only one that I'm considering. James Conner. You know, we love to talk about statistics. And, you know, I know during the draft with uh, Cole Komet, we were talking about positive touchdown regression. James Conner, I'm looking to see the, the bottom, the opposite of that. So, like, his his running backs, I don't see a lot of value. And we already talked about the wide receivers are meh. Dallas Goddard, I like. But that's really it in Nick's roster. I, there's just not a lot that really, you know, knocked my socks off. So, I haven't rated last in the league. Wow. 
after that, I have Jim. Jim had a couple of bright spots in the draft. He turned my head. Um, and then there were a couple of times where he, you know, took a lot of tight ends. <laughs> and <laughs> not my strategy. Jim, I know he talked about he wants to use this trade bait. We are rating based off of right now in this defined moment. So, Jim, while I see your strategy, I, I can't give you a good rating right now. I'm sorry, buddy. Um, 10. Hashtag why not Larry. He's number 10 in the power rankings, number one in my heart. Um, I'm number two in my own heart, even to Larry. So I always finish second to him, apparently. But he didn't have a great draft. Uh, you know, again, the stuff that you guys have already gone over. So I'm not going to get too much into the weeds of it. Um, that brings me to Gil. Again, the guy with three tight ends. Um, one of them is Mark Andrews. So I give him credit for that. You know a decent keeper in the fifth round. Um, he's got uncle Lenny, you know, I love me some Leonard Fournette. Dak Prescott's going to be an all right quarterback in fantasy this year, throwing the ball to CD Lamaton. Um, and I'm actually very intrigued by the wide receiver and flex play that he has Terry McLaurin, Amari Cooper and Devin Singletary. Yes. The Browns offense is going to be very, very bad early on, but when the man who I'm not going to say his name because he's the despicable individual does return to the football field. He can sling the hell out of the ball and that will be beneficial to Amari Cooper. So he could provide some sneaky fantasy value in the second half, something to watch for. Um, and Devin Singletary for as much as we talk about really great backs on really great offenses, I feel like people don't talk about him enough. I don't know why he has kind of been a perennial, maybe breakout candidate. Maybe I'm still sipping the Kool-Aid, but Devin's got my vote is at least I would call a good flex play this year. So that's where I stand on Gil. Um, eighth. This is another one you guys had pretty high and I am uh, going against the grain with consensus here. I have Rob. Wow. How? Wow. That's disrespectful. So similar conversation Even to Rob. Similar, similar conversations here. Aaron Rodgers has no weapons. Really good quarterback. Again, we're talking good football players versus good fantasy players. I don't see Aaron Rodgers being a top four quarterback this year. I don't know if that's considered a hot take or not. You guys can weigh in on that, but it's not like a league changing move having Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. Not anymore. No, we, we know the CMC situation. If he's healthy, he's going to win Rob a couple of games. And if he's not Rob's in for a world of hurt. And is this the second year keeping him? He's just going to keep getting burned. Um, So that's that. Cooper Cup's good. Tyreek Hill and Damian Harris going to their riding back and wide receiver twos don't really intrigue me. I had an issue with Kyle Pitts last year. Um, and Adam Thielen, I think, is going to continue to see his targets just bitten into as the years progress for him. Obviously, Justin Jefferson, we're expecting to take another step this year. So that's, you know, food off of Thielen's plate. People talk about Irv Smith getting some targets. That's more food off of his plate. So I don't really, you know, have anything to think of Rob as a knock-your-socks-off kind of team. Um, going through the rest of the list here, David, I know I'm pretty consensus with you. I have you at seventh. You had yourself there, so I don't really think I have to explain that. I have Cress at six. Again, there's some, you know, we're getting into that upper echelon of teams now. Um, Cress, very good fantasy player. Um, always makes the playoffs. Never has been to a championship, if I have that statistic correctly. He's been to two. Hasn't oh, won he's it. been to two, hasn't won one. Okay. Hasn't won it. Um, honestly, I like Cress's roster a lot, minus Tua and Gerald Everett. 
I think T Higgins is underrated him and um, Jamar Chase actually had similar target share last year. Just Jamar Chase had a lot of big play touchdown catches. That that script could flip very easily. I'm actually high on T Higgins this year. And, you know, he was someone I was targeting prior to being kept by Christ. So I thought that was a really good keeper. Um, And yeah, I mean, the rest of his offense, you know, I'm not going to go through every single person, but I think he's got a very solid roster on his hands there. Fifth, I have Luca for very similar reasons that you guys said. His wide receivers are awesome. His running backs aren't awesome, but they're good. Um, he'll, you know, he'll win a lot of games this year. Fourth, I do have Sean. I know I think you guys were both a little bit lower on him. I had him 10th. You had him 10th. Um, I, I, I mean, I had Rob 8th and Nick 12th. So there, there's have to be somebody that had to rise. Um, I love Kyler Murray. I think having Jonathan Taylor on your team is enough to at least warrant you a top six finish. Assuming that he stays healthy, I think Jonathan Taylor is that good. Um, I'm high on Gabe Davis. I'm a homer for A.J. Brown. I don't like CEH. Stop drafting CEH people. My public service announcement every year. I mean, I'm, I'm the one who drafted him. Well, that's true. You Stop trading for CEH. Stop drafting for him. Good for you, David, for getting rid of him. You got rid of a lemon. Yep. Um, you know, so long, so forth. And rounding out my list, Julie, her team's a wagon. Kyle, your team's a wagon. And I put myself number one because, of course, I'm not going to pick me, anybody else to finish above me. My team is so good. You guys are being so disrespectful. My wide receivers are incredible. My running backs are incredible. And my quarterback is incredible at a great value in the draft as well. So, so you're incredible. My team's incredible. We've been to the championship the last two years. It's a different team. It's an entirely different team. Draft Except C.D. Lamb. Except C.D. Lamb and Najee. All right, that's a great start. And then you add Alvin Kamara. Every week's going to be a Mike Williams week and Darren Waller. Every, every week's going to be a Mike Williams week. Can we put that? You know what? We didn't say this to the audience yet, but we actually have a, a new official hot take sheet this year uh, yes. where, where we're going to put down all the hot takes that we say. Um, and I'd like to make a motion to add, quote, every week will be a Mike Williams week to the hot I'm, take I'm, sheet. I'm fine with that. I'm doing it right now. Thank you. Thank you, David. Wow. Now, what do we define as Mike Williams week? Wide receiver one. Like the top wide receiver or like a, 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 a top 12 wide receiver. All right. Well, I think you're putting anybody up for failure to say that they're going to be a top 12. All right. But top 24. Yeah. I think you'd finish a top starting 12. a starting wide receiver. Yeah. Every single week. Every week is a Mike Williams week. I'll even go a step further. He's this year's Cooper Cup. Stop that. Stop that. There's no Cooper Cup season isn't going to be you know replicated what? anyway. That's going to be the hot take. That's the hot take. Mike Williams. Yeah, my my kid might not have them both. This year's Cooper Cup. Wow. That's something. Okay. Ten. Wow. We'll revisit. Um that 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 really caught me off guard, that comment. Caught me off guard, but you know, here we are. We're live. We're back. Here I am. I said it. <laughs> All right. Well, so that that those are a draft recap. Any last thoughts on draft recaps and power rankings? Yeah. Fuck you, Gil. All right. With that, guess guess who's also back for season two of All Kill Focus, guys? Who's back, huh? Our lovely presenting sponsor, Anchor. Fuck, I missed them. I did. I, I missed Anchor, too. Um, I hope you guys missed them, too, because you're about to hear from them. 
Thank you, Anchor, for your continued support of the Hawk Hill Focus podcast. I have been without electric for the last couple of weeks because we haven't had any Anchor ads running, but so I appreciate the electricity so I can uh, start recording again, fellas. Woo! Obviously, we don't have a popular segment this week because we haven't played yet um, of the weekly awards. However, we do have a treat for our guests. Pickums are back. The return. Woo! Talk about something that I keep winning at. Hey, at least you win this one. You're not runner up. Yo. Ouch. Got him. Yeah. Got him. All right. Um, Kyle, do we want to start with your matchup versus Nick? We can do that. All right, Kyle, who do you have? Let's 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 come. I, I well, so here are some notes on I have on this matchup. I touched on this in my draft rankings. How how good is DK Metcalf going to be? He has Geno Smith throwing him the ball, which I think is the equivalent to a bag of Tostitos pizza rolls. Totino's wow. pizza rolls. I think that's, I think that's, that's insulting. That's, too. Oh, sorry. Uh, taquitos. No, I like taquitos. Yeah, that's good. Good. We'll figure Taquitos. out. Red Baron pizza. That's better. That's better. Red Baron pizza. Um, and another thing too, uh, you know, we're going to really see this first week, how Jalen Hurts loves his wide receivers. Is he going to favor Brown more? Is he going to favor Smith more? So the familiarity. Is he even going to favor, favor Dallas Goddard more? Who really knows? Or Quez Watkins? Uh, that that could be an option here. Um, you know, my team I think was pretty consensus at the top of the draft. So so good on me. A um, couple things I'm a little interested in with my team are especially this Denver Broncos offense with Russ and just really re- rejuvenated from last year. Um, I don't want to say I'm concerned, but I'm a little curious as to see what the Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon split will be, especially early in the season for week one. Um, I think this is going to be a blowout for the Broncos. So hopefully that means that they'll be able to run the ball later in the game, especially with Javante Williams, um, because earlier in the game, they'll be airing the ball out and hopefully that they go to Jerry Judy and Russ isn't favoring Cortland Sutton in any sort of way. So that's my bets. Um, so that's what I'm going to be looking for on the Monday night game, but I am going to go with myself, unsurprisingly. Sam, I'll let you I'll let you follow because I'm pretty sure I'm differing here. All right. Well, yeah, this one's pretty simple. I had Nick ranked the last team in my league, and I had Kyle ranked second best. So I, mean, <laughs> I don't have to really go into it. I have Kyle winning this week. Thanks, buddy. That's a that's a super fair point. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, Kyle. I actually I know I, I ranked you number one. Um, uh, but I I did rank Nick. What did I rank Nick? And I remember I ranked Nick uh, sixth right there in the middle. I think this is a this is a rough matchup for you week one. Personally, I think Nick's team is 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 pretty good. And 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 if it was any other week or or ba- this is a I'm taking Nick based solely on what week it is. Um, I am very concerned about Josh Allen against the Rams. I'm we're recording this on Wednesday. I peek behind the curtain. I'm worried about Josh Allen against the Rams. I think the Rams defense is going to continue to be really good this year. I just – I don't know if Josh Allen is going to have one of those big, big games, and I'm afraid that if you – if Josh Allen hangs out somewhere in, like, the low 20s for you, I think Nick definitely has a window in. I'm also a Giants fan, and I'm fully prepared for Derrick Henry to, to run for 225 yards week one. Um because the Giants don't have any linebackers and Kayvon Thibodeau nor Aziz Ojolari are playing. Um, so I'm expecting a huge week from Derrick Henry. I also don't think Kansas City is going to be particularly good defensively. So 
I think James Conner, yes, I do think touchdown regression is probably going to happen, but I think James Conner has a good week. Um, DK Metcalf worries me, been over it, but I also think the Eagles are going to put up a lot of points against Detroit. So I think this is one of those weeks where I think you're just at a, you're, you're, this is a bad week for you to be playing Nick. I'm like I said, mostly concerned about Josh Allen against the Rams. I could see him putting up a dud and you're going to have to panic button week one because Josh Allen's not going to have a great week tomorrow. That being said, I bet on the bills tomorrow. So. Hey, that means he has to have a good game. Um, that doesn't mean I'm. I don't get my bets right very often. So. Josh Allen didn't have a great first couple of weeks last season. We all remember that. Yeah. Um, but he was able to bounce back and be you know, the number one quarterback in the league last year. So, you know, I'm not. I'm, pro- I'm hoping I don't hit the panic button unless yeah, you're going to need. You're going to need. I feel like you're going to need. You're going to need like a, a good Mike Evans game. You're going to need a good Jerry Judy game. I feel like you're going to need your not top guys to provide big games because I do think I think Nick's team is going to perform. So you're going to have to bring it, which is why I'm saying it. So it's just a bad week for you to be playing him first because he's got some positive matchups and I'm not sure if you do. All right. All right. I'll keep that in mind. Um, Sam, we'll go into your matchup next. Okay. I'm going to beat Luca. That's fair. <laughs> um, if you want, I guess, some some quick insight into the matchup here and what I'm looking at. Um, there is no way you can convince me that Lamar Jackson at the Jets is going to put up more points than Russell Wilson going back to Seattle. That's just Russ. Russ is going to cook in Seattle with the Broncos. He's good. He's going to score more points. So I'm going to get more quarterback points. Uh, my running backs of Kamara and Harris are just outright better than DeAndre Swift and Miles Sanders. It's going to be a Mike Williams week. So Justin Jefferson and him kind of just equal out. Um, and CD Lamb, we're going to see what he looks like as the number one versus Debo Samuel. So. Going off of that, um, my tight end is better, my flex is better, my defense is better, my kick is better. I'm just it's gonna be an all out bloodbath. Well, I, yeah. Let me go. I'll go. Um Sam, I'm also go, going with you. Uh, I have here is, is Russ gonna be hungry in Seattle? I feel like he is. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be a prove it game for him. Um you know, like I said in draft recap, I don't trust Miles Sanders as an actual starting running back in fantasy football. I think his wide receivers will go off, especially Justin Jefferson against Green Bay. Um, I think their secondary is probably a little bit more overrated than people tend to think. Um, so I think he's going to have a great game there um, for Luca, but I don't think it'll be able to stave off Russ back in Seattle. Um, so I'm going to go with you, Sam. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just not the the podcast's friend today. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going with Luca. Um, I agree with you, Sam. I do think Russ is going to have a big day back in Seattle. He's going to get his revenge. But I also think Lamar Jackson is going to have a fine day against the Jets. Like, that doesn't mean that just because Russ, Russ scores more than doesn't mean that he blows him out. I don't think he will. Um, I think Lamar Jackson is going to be fine. Um, I think DeAndre Swift has a pretty decent – will have a decent game against Philly. I'm, I, I feel like DeAndre Swift is going to be the most featured part of that offense. So – He's going to get his touches. I think he's going to be – I said this in our power rings. I think he'll be really solid this year. So he's one of those guys where it's like regardless of matchup, I think he's going to get his. Um, and I know you said Mike Williams – every week's going to be Mike Williams. But just because you said that doesn't mean it's going to be true. Um, so, I mean, give me Justin Jefferson over Mike Williams every day of the week. Uh, give me Debo against Chicago. Chicago's going to be terrible. Um, yeah. Give me Debo against Chicago over CD against Tampa every day of the week. Um, Keenan Allen, 
over Marquise Brown, over Hollywood. Like I, I, that makes that his receivers just blow yours out of the water at the moment. Um, I'll give you Darren Waller. I don't like the Cowboys defense this week. Tampa, like, I don't know, man. And, and Lucas got Graham Gano. So that, that's all I need to say. I think it's going to be close, but I just, I, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. I think his receivers are going to keep him in the game. If we didn't have seven minutes left, I'd take a two minute right now and rip you. We can always we the next matchup here. <laughs> um, as I said, we're running out of time here. So let's go uh, Matt and Gill. Quick fire around here. I have Matt. Oh, I have Gill. I have Gill as well. Oh, even though we rated him so lowly, David? Yeah. All right. Well, remember, I have Matt rated super low, too. Yeah, but Oslo is Gill. The note that I have on this matchup is this is the matchup to me that screams like doesn't get out of the 70s. That's yeah. I this screams that. like 76 to 73 to me. I can see that. Yeah. You have bad matchups all across the board. Um, Tua stinks. Dak's good, but going against a good defense. Like, I just think Gill's got a couple of better matchups. Terry McLaurin against Jacksonville's probably better. Um, and Mark Andrews will probably eat the Jets. So, yeah, it's not, not great. It's not pretty. Fair. Um, all right. Next next matchup, I think, is fairly easy for us to, all to say, and I think we should all say it at the same time. Uh, it is the All-American Butt Eaters of Jim Elliott versus the Gotham Rogues of Sean. Um on the count of three, let's all say who we think will win this game because he loves this kind of stuff. One, two, three, Sean. Sean. Okay. That was a little less uh, choreographed as I hoped, but we'll fix it in yeah. post. Uh, yeah, well, locking, editors. locking in Sean as uh, our pick and lock of the week here. Our first lock of the week of the season, boys. Oh, no, and it's Sean. He's going to lose. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I said he loves this kind of stuff. Uh, what's the next? Who's the next uh, one? David and Rob. David and Rob. David and Rob. Uh, David, why don't you start us? I mean, I, I'm taking myself to win. I mean, I just I have to. Um, I think it's going to be really close, and I do. Th- I rank Rob's team as number two, so I think his team is really, really good. Um, I'm curious to see what happens with Tyreek Hill going against New England. I think Belichick will have a good game plan for him. Um, I'm a little concerned early on about Rod. I'm concerned about Rogers early this year. Cause I think it's going to take time to develop chemistry with his rookies. And we know Rogers hates rookies and basically all he's got is Alan Lazard and Aaron Jones right now. Um, and Romeo Dobbs. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's going to take time. I think for him to develop Rogers doesn't like rookies or like he just doesn't use them. Um, cause he doesn't trust them. So I think it's going to take time. So I, I could see Rodgers being a little slow to start. Um, and I think Buffalo takes Cooper Cup out of the game pretty effectively. If there's one defense I think that could do that, it will be Buffalo's because Buffalo's defense is legit. Um, God damn it, Sean kept them in like, what, the, the fucking 13th round? Yeah. Goddamn keeper. Um, and I think my team – I think my team's solid. I, I need, It's going to be the same story with my team all year. If my receivers play well, I have a chance. If they don't, I'm screwed. Fair. Sam? I also have David in this matchup. Um, as I kind of mentioned before, I am underwhelmed by Rob's team on paper, other than Christian McCaffrey and Cooper Cup. Um, obviously, Cooper Cup, I think we're expecting some sort of, I don't think we're going to get that same lightning in a bottle season. I think teams are really going to make an effort to stop Cooper Cup this year. Um, 
So you're going to see a little bit of downplay from him. Tyreek Hill, we don't know what he's going to look like. So those are kind of two stars that I think are going to be a little bit dimmer this season. Christian McCaffrey is obviously going to put up a ton of points. Um, but other than that, I don't see a lot of big production coming out of Rob's lineup. So, David, as long as your team doesn't have a bunch of stinkers, um, I don't see why you shouldn't win. Uh, I'm disagreeing with both of you. I'm picking Rob in this matchup. And, Sam, I, you know, you said you were underwhelmed or, you know, with this team on paper. Uh, this team is very good if you look at it. Rodgers isn't the Rodgers that he has been for the past two year, two or five years, however long you want to look back at it. Um, but he's still going to find a way to make it work. You know, Devontae Adams was a nobody when he started out in the league. I remember when he was the third string, um, he's able to work those guys up. So I think with those young guys, um, you know, eventually he'll be able to work him up the season, but I think he'll find ways to win still. He still has Randall Cobb, who we know he loves Randall Cobb. So I'm not saying Randall Cobb's going to go for a great game or anything, but it's going to help with that comfort level. Um, really like Christian McCaffrey against Cleveland. Um, I think he's going to have a breakout game. Um, another factor that I don't think either of you mentioned was Kyle Pitts. Um, I would like to submit my first hot take of the season, the hot take sheet. Uh, Kyle Pitts will have a top five season from a tight end all time. Okay. All, time. all time. All time. All time. All time. Wow. All time. Um, okay. Who else is there to throw the ball to? Drake London. And, all right. Who? Yeah, Mariota's. Cordell gonna Patterson. Cordell Patterson. He's not going to be number nine running back like he was last year. There's no way. But they like him in the system. All right. Proceed. They don't. But no, I think Kyle Pitts is going to have, and this is going to be his breakout week one game of the season against New Orleans. It, the, the recipe's there, I think. Um, one last X factor charges defense going up against Vegas. I think Vegas, while it's still a good offense, is not nearly as good of an offense in the, in the AFC West as the other three teams. Um, and I think the Chargers prepared to face those other t- two teams, Denver and Kansas City. So I think this is just going to be, they're going to stomp the doors off of Derek Carr and Devontae Adams uh, in week one. Fair enough. Um, that'll bring us to our last matchup. My analysis is fairly quick and simple. Um, I really like Julie's team. I fucking hate Larry and his team. Um, so I'm going to pick Julie. Yeah, I'm going to do this. I mean, analysis is not really needed. Julie's team is just far superior to Larry's. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm calling for a, I'm calling for a, uh, not only Julie, but Julie to cover the spread, which is currently minus. When will you learn? When will you learn? We have a minute left, so I'm going to make this quick, but why not Larry, folks? Listen, I don't know what kind of voodoo magic he does. He might win and score 60 points. I don't know, but I have Larry this week, and it's as simple as that. Kyle, send us out. Wow. Well, thank you, guys. This was a little rushed, but we promise to be better as the season goes on. But uh, no, I think, you know, you guys heard my voice coming in here. It's time to hear my voice on the way out. So here we go. Let's hit it. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to fly. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to fly. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to fly. The hawk will never die.